cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. That's right. You know what it means. It means if you hear that sound it means that it's another week. It's another opportunity for us to chill. We're going to hang, we're going to do our thing. And seriously, just solve some of life's problems. You know, I wish life was that easy that we can just like come in here every week and like discuss things that trouble us and then just simply find solutions. And if they were that easy, I guess we wouldn't have this many life problems. But it is what it is. My name is Lebang Khosana and welcome to another episode of Life with Lebang. You know how I do by now. If this is your first time tuning in, then welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. We have fun here. We chilled. It's relaxed. We do like conversation styles. Like I've got a bone to pick with interviews. The word interview has just become this static robotic thing that's like very Q&A nobody's having conversations anymore nobody's just like chopping it up so I'm on a mission to just chop it up and make sure that I bring you the best guests that I can think of onto the show every single week and today is no different I'm actually you know I don't want to spoil I don't want to spoil who I'm chatting to today but I will say that I've known her for a while, but she hasn't known me. Like, you know, when you know someone, but it's just like watching them from the distance and you're just like watching their whole journey, but you actually have never met in real life. So I was lucky enough to actually bump into you at an event and the introduction was just like seamless. It was just like, hey, this feels cool. This feels natural. I feel like I'm talking to someone that I've known. And here we are today on Life with Lebang. So please help me introduce my guest today. She is officially Dr. We don't just call her by the first name anymore. Like, those days are over. Today, I'm joined in studio by Dr. Allegro Ndinkwanyane. Don't want to get that wrong. She's a South African entrepreneur, media personality, a philanthropist, so many things. But more than that, she is a businesswoman and she is a mother and she is doing God's work. But she's been doing God's work. If anything, I feel like this is such an overdue conversation. But I'm happy that we can actually make the time to get you in studio today. And thank you for being here. Allegro, you've literally... You, know, you were probably one of the first OG industry PR girls from my era anyway. But at the time, you were also still very young. Yeah. So it was very interesting to see you just do your thing. When did you decide that I am not going to be a normal 21-year-old who is going to the club and having fun with friends and going to parties? When did you figure out that I actually just want to be a businesswoman yeah. in South Africa in this day and age? <laughs> yeah, well, good morning to your listeners and thank you for having me. Um, like I said, this just feels like it was meant to happen. I'm sure. glad to be here. Um, but I think for me... I, I figured out what I want to be probably when I was still 16, 17 mm. um, in high school. I used to tell my friends, uh, most of you will tell you that, listen, she used to scribble her name backwards. And every time they would ask me, what is this? And I was like, I don't know, but one day it's going to be something. And Excellent. that's my company. So Ogela is Allegro Backwards. Yeah. And that was inspired by Oprah's Harpo company. Harpo sure, Backwards, sure. all of that. Um, and I mean, I did go to the clubs. So <laughs> that much I did, I did do, um, you know, I was, I was at UJ and I, when it wasn't assignments, exams, all of that, my friends and I, we would go out and, 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 um, you know, have fun. But the difference was when I was in the clubs, I was already networking. Sure. I mean, back in the day, there's no club owner that I didn't know because sure. I knew that eventually when I'm working with the artists that I was working with, the celebrities I was working with, I would hook them up with club appearances. Mm. I knew like how to get them in. So for me, it wasn't just another fun night out. I yeah. was already thinking of the brand. 
brand and what I'm building. That's very clever. You know, yeah. some of us were just having a good time. <laughs> we're just there shaking our booties, just living our best lives. But yeah. already at that age, you were thinking ahead. Um, it's almost mm. like, you know, you had a calling and you answered it quite early, yeah. which is very, very cool. I mean, the world of PR and communications has evolved so much. It's definitely not what it used to be back yeah. in the day. I mean, I remember being able to maybe handpick three or four women who own their 100% Women-owned companies. Yeah. Now there's, there's so many. There's a wide range. The game changes. Yeah. What are some of the changes and almost like the, the, the common stereotypes that have evolved for you in the way that you work and operate? Mm. I mean, as the industry changes, you know, so should you and yeah. et cetera. So what are some of the things that you've experienced that you're like, hey, you know what? It's tricky. It's different. But you've had to overcome them as you go about your daily business. I think PR on its own, um, a lot of the times, like when we started, it was mainly on like traditional PR. We focus on, you know, you put out a press release. Mm. Um, if it was something where you needed to organize like a press conference, it was it was that. It wasn't as complicated as sure. it is today you know today we wake up there's so many apps so many features every little thing that's popping up needs to be included in a marketing strategy for a brand needs to be included you need to always you know stay up keep up with it back then there was facebook twitter youtube wasn't even as big you know mm. if, if if a brand or a celebrity client was just you know big on facebook it was like everything was just so straightforward but mm. now I guess it just makes us work a lot harder, but also it's like you're saying, it's such a wide pool now. It's, it's back in the day, it was like four or five of us or whatnot. Sure, sure. Um, they were like independent, owning our own PR agency. It was literally just like just, you, Farah and Melanie, the end. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that like... for me, that, as you're mentioning that, I'm thinking, yeah, Farah, Melanie Ramji, and I mm. uh, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you see? And funny thing, Melanie, I met in the club. Yeah. And we just started there. And yeah. we also have a relationship and we know each other very well. So sure, it was just sure. one of those. But I mean, like you're saying, we can't stay back, you know, mm. doing things of the past. We have to move with the times. Um, technology is just evolving so much that it affects many industries. Yeah. Our industry has been hard hit, um, not to mention the pandemic. And mm. then I had to literally take a seat and like look at my vision board and be honest with myself and yeah. say, you know what? This isn't working anymore. This used to work back in the day when I started the agency and we thrived and it was amazing. Yeah. But now you are literally looking at your client um, list and you've got two clients left what mm. are you doing and I'm not doing anything wrong it's sure. the industry That's that has changed changing. it's yeah. a it's something out of our you know control that has impacted so many lives that they've had to cut contracts short they've mm. had to come to us and say listen I can't pay my retainer anymore mm. can we halt the services and now it's like okay so when it's a problem that you can fix, it's easy. Sure. But when it's something you, you're like, where to from here? Sure, you know? sure. And that's where we try and just like try and see um, what other solutions outside yeah. of doing PR to the traditional way and, you know, social media and so on. How mm. do we evolve and how do we move the times? Otherwise, we will get left behind. 100%. And many have gotten left behind. Many have yeah. gotten stuck. So I'm very glad that you actually brought up your vision board mm. because um, the idea of a vision board and entrepreneurship, for whatever reason, they don't, they're not often mentioned together. Whereas yeah. maybe they should be because mm -hmm. a vision board is essentially a plan. It's like a roadmap for exactly what it is that you want to achieve. Yeah. So you started out with maybe just, you know, doing PR back in the day. And if I look at what you're doing now, you mm. know, it's, it's, it's a whole group yeah. of what you've put together. It's events. It's the Boss Chick SA platform. There's Orgella Entertainment. There's the PR and marketing agency. So you've found a way to successfully put 
many, many things into one umbrella. Mm. What does that look like? I mean, the vision for me has always been that I never just wanted to have one company. Um, I knew that after Orgel Entertainment, because I started actually with blogging, with yeah. my entertainment yes, blog. Yes, you did. And then <laughs> I ventured into um, PR. So I, I, I had a freelance gig at Trace Urban for about two years. I was 20, 21, 22 sure. at the time. And then I resigned from that freelance gig to go back and focus fully on the blog because mm. it was growing so much. But because I was, you know, doing something else on the side and some, I was like, no, no, no this needs my full attention. Mm. Um, and then, you know, the, the, the contacts, relationships that I made while I was at Trace and just really getting into the industry. A lot of the, the my peers, I mean, they were trying to break into the industry as artists. A lot of them were mm. like, you're so good at communications. Mm. Why don't you just start something of your own? I got that a lot. And eventually I was like, okay, I think it is the right time. Mm. I was comfortable with where Orgel Entertainment Entertainment was we were like one of the best blogs in South Africa in Africa also we were yeah. nominated wow. you know blog awards in Africa Nigeria yeah. so I was comfortable with the growth and the foundation that I had laid for Ogela Entertainment and then mm. I thought okay I think it's time let me start Ogela Communications mm. which is the PR marketing agency and one thing leads to another you know you make profits from one business you reinvest in the next dream and the sure, next dream sure. and now I am at nine and there's a total of ten Amazing. Um, I've still got one more mm. and then I'm gonna leave the group as is and mm. just let it grow and perhaps one day my kids pick up where I left off. I love that. Yeah. You know, it really sounds like you've got a plan and yep. like the plan <laughs> is like coming into action, mm -hmm. which is very good. And I, I'm glad you mentioned, you know, the kids yeah. because that's also part of the reason why I wanted to actually speak to you today because in the beginning of your entrepreneurship journey, it was just you and your work and mm. you got so engulfed in your work and that's why you got so good at it because yeah. you know that was your life yeah. you know that that was your whole identity was just mm. this boss chick woman ceo the youngest entrepreneur in the world blah, blah, blah. like you yeah. were really pushing that and it really did pay off but now you're a mom yeah and that changes everything it truly truly yeah. does you can't continue in the way that you previously did. Mm. So off the bat, mm. you just mentioned that you've got like nine businesses that mm. you're running at once. Mm. You've got nine businesses and two kids. Yeah. So you've actually got 13 businesses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or shall I say you've got 13 kids. Yeah. What What does that, that switch up look like for you? Um, and sure. how are you managing? Mm. The, the switch up was um, a reality check. I think, like you, you mentioned, like in the beginning, Ogela is my baby. Ogela is my first baby. It's, yeah. my, it's always been my dream. And um, I'm so grateful to God that I've been able to achieve everything up till now to this day that I've achieved with, you know, just really putting my head down and putting in the work. And then yeah. when you look up, you're like, oh, you see people clapping and applauding and you're like, oh, my goodness. So people are watching. They sure. see what I'm doing. Sure. But um, my personal goal has always I've always wanted to be a mom before the age of 30. Okay. One of my first kid before 30. And um, it wasn't like, okay, my cutoff time and whatnot. But I thought if I can work so hard and get myself to a point where I am happy with the foundation I've laid for my business, mm. my brand, then I can start my family. Because I've always imagined my mom was a young mom and I want to be like my mom. Like she's fabulous coming to the parents meeting. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be an old, old mom. So, yeah. you know, so I should always be like, yeah, if you want to have more than one, you better start early. Yeah. So at 28, I had my first child. Sure. And I think I was still in denial with regards to the 
I'm, I'm just going to wear all the hats at the same time. Mm, you know, I'm going to mm, be boss mom. Mm. I moved from boss babe to boss mom and I'm going to handle everything. I remember I gave birth in December. Jan- I had literally one month off. Um, luckily, December, I'm home anyway with sure, my, my family. Sure. And then I come back and then it's January, Feb, I'm back in the office. I leave my one month old with my helper um, nanny the whole oh, day. No. And I thought I could handle it. I thought, you know, I got this. I thought if I drop the ball on that boss babe look that... That's that. That was my identity. That's sure. how people knew Allegro when sure. they thought of a young, hardworking, um, independent on, entrepreneur in South Africa. I was on the list. Sure, you know? definitely. So now it's like I don't want to let the baby come in between. Not not mm. understanding that that was my moment to actually just embrace motherhood mm. and embrace the many facets of a woman. Basically, you know, don't limit myself into be well. Drop the baby at home. I'm going back to office. I need sure. to show the world that I can still just carry on. Sure, you know. And then I think after a while, I was just like, no. Hang on, I I actually want to be a present mom, mm. and um, I just have to be accept like accept that my business might slow down a bit, especially when you're an entrepreneur building your own thing. Yeah. Sometimes when you sort of slow down, even your team slows down. It's hard to step away and then them just continue at the pace that they're used to with you. Yeah. Um. So that happened, and I just I got I got to a place where I was just comfortable, man. I was like, you know what? I'm happy. I'm not. Actually, I want to have a family and yeah. I want to run the business and I'll, I'll figure it out along the way. 100%. And um, if it means that I have a few quiet years, you know, working, but not as actively out there in the media, but still just working and also raising my children, mm. then fine. The kids are going to grow very quickly. Before I know it, you blink. I mean, the one I gave birth to in 2018, yeah. he's 25 this year. Yo, where so, did the time go? <laughs> so it's like... Focus on the kids. Sure. You know, they're going to grow. My last, um, my, my second born is going to be um, two. Aww. Before I know it, he's also going to be five, six. And then yeah. they're like, mommy, we don't really need you as much. Exactly. And then I have to go back to my first baby. Exactly. So yeah. I'll have the time, you yeah. know. Um, but it was hard to accept at first. Um, mm. The transition was a mm. bit difficult. So I can only imagine, you know, the women out there, the corporate moms where mm. they have to now leave the babies, go back in office and the adjustments the changes mm. it's, it's a lot it's definitely a lot yeah. and I, I think you are definitely in a, in a in a luckier position because you run your own business you work on your own clock mm. so essentially you can dictate your movements and what how much yeah. time you spend at home and how much time you don't spend at home but it's definitely something that we overthink yeah. especially as new moms right yeah. we like oh we got this you know i'll be able to go back to work it's mm-hmm. fine you know um, i'll just take maybe like three months or we tell ourselves these things because pressure. it's just a societal pressure because yeah. i mean naturally and sadly but historically it's there's a male counterpart who's not going to need to take any time off who can continue to do yeah. the very same job that you were doing. So we always want to show up. We always want to just push ourselves up strong, and strong. be the strong mm. black woman in inverted <laughs> commas. You know, I always, I spoke about the strong black woman term last week yeah. and uh, we had a whole thing about it, but <laughs> it, it's, it, it is what it is. But yeah. now more and more, I'm happy to see more mothers just embracing mm. their full motherhood experience. And that doesn't mean cutting off the work yeah. or cutting off the kids. Yeah. We're finding ourselves, you know, in a place of balance because it's so important to yeah. find the balance. Otherwise, it's going to be very sick. You do. You and then you end up blaming the kids because your career, you know, went down for five years while you were raising the kids. You blame your partner. You blame mm. everybody else. But at the end of the day, it's your decision. Mm. Decide that, listen, I'm going to try and find that balance. I mean, there's no like really that... 
time where everything is just fully balanced sure. but try and figure out a routine that works for you like you're saying for me it was a little bit easier because I sort of manage my own time even though sometimes mm. because as an entrepreneur you work around the clock there's sure. no cut off time five sure. I'm home mm. you know sometimes there's an emergency meeting later in the evening and that means I have to make sure I put the baby down or mm. you know I've, I've done everything I need to breastfeed all of that and then I can quickly do the meeting and then get back to you know so mm. we all face different challenges and um, yeah it's really like I'm, I'm also happy to just be seeing the, the generation of moms now mm. really just prioritizing themselves you yeah. know I love when I'm on social media and I see young moms taking a day to go to the spa yeah. you know um, yeah. taking some time to just be with their children weekends mm. it's all about their children not mm. hustle mode you yeah. know take their kids to the park the farm whatever it is because honestly work is important you know mm. doing something that you love is important it's fulfilling yeah. and if it's you're living within your purpose for me Orgella is my purpose it's all I know and I've always said that if one day I reach a point where I'm not inspired by the work I do anymore where mm. God is trying to drive me in a different direction mm. I'll happily let it go Sure, I'll happily put someone else a CEO let them ride with the vision and mm. go focus on something else maybe mm. that means me retiring at 45 which I always joke about with my <laughs> financial advisor I'm like um, I want to listen Listen, max 50, please. Yeah. How are we looking there in the funds? Because sure. I, I want to... And he says, okay, but now what do you want to do when you retire at 50? I'm like, I want to travel again. Yeah. I've traveled before my babies yeah. and now I'm going to travel with them. And by the time I'm at 50, they, they're probably like, Ma, go. Yeah, go, go we, do your we, thing. Like, especially the boys, they're probably going to be like, you know yeah. what, maybe not as clingy. I don't know. Um, oh, but you hope. I hope, <laughs> yeah. So by then, I really just want to travel the world and see yeah. different, you know, experience different things. Mm. So... That's the goal. That's the dream. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in the next 30 years. <laughs> Whatever you ask for will definitely happen. It'd be like that. You know how powerful your God is. Yeah. So you mentioned the boys and being clingy. You've got two boys, right? Yes. Um, I always speak about how kids just have different personalities. Very recently, mm -hmm. we did a show here on Life with Lebang about how you can have kids, but they'll all be these individual little things that are just not the same. Yeah. Trust me, I know. With all my five, yeah. I'm raising individual people that want different things. One wants Kellogg's, one wants cornflakes, one wants wheat bix, one wants oats, all in the same morning. Yeah. It'd be yeah. like that. So how, what kind of personalities mm. do your boys have? And what kind of parenting styles have you had to adopt mm. in order to raise them as individual little boys? Mm. Um, yeah, they're definitely different. Um, and I, I actually thought it was going to be copy paste. So when <laughs> I, <laughs> literally I was so happy. Um, funny thing, I've always wanted to just be like a boy mom. Mm. Um, even when I was pregnant with my second, I was just like, oh, I think this is going to be a boy. Like, I mean, all the little symptoms that I had with the first, I think this is another boy, you know. Mm -hmm. Eventually we found out, yes, it's a boy. Um, and I thought, okay, well, great, because uh, big brother's clothes, mm -hmm. everything, everything. Hand me down. Toys, whatever. Rinse I mean, he's going to have fun. Exactly. I he's going to have fun. Mm -hmm. And I just imagined them playing together and mm -hmm. running around and all of that. And then he comes and then I'm like, you're different yeah you know yeah. um he was quiet he was calm and they were both like that as babies and we thought okay no no i have the same baby did oh, he shame. when he started crawling and now getting his little bit of freedom and now he's just like okay this is where i'm based this is my family now i'm now settled settled in he showed us his true colors oh ellie is the life of the party uh-huh 
He's the complete opposite of his big brother, Elo. Elo is very calm. He's the one who's always like, no, Ellie, don't do that. Ellie, you're not listening to mommy. Oh, like he's always in this big brother mode. And I don't know if it just came naturally to him, but he's generally just, he doesn't throw tantrums. Even mm. when he was a baby, he wouldn't like r- roll around when I say, no, mommy can't get that toy for you now. It's mm. that. And he's like, okay, mommy. And then he'll be a little sad. And then as he started, you know, to learn how to talk properly, he would say, I know next time you'll get it for me, mommy. Oh. You won't tell Ellie that. He will scream in the shop he will roll around he will do his own thing and that's how he expresses himself you yeah. know and he's very like i don't know if he knows that because i'm the youngest in the family he mm. just wants to take things he just wants to do his own thing and it's, like it's that lost one energy and like order yeah. what's happening with you yeah. you know so definitely complete opposites we've got a calm big brother we've got this rowdy energetic you know life of the party little mm, one mm. Um, but i think together they make such a great team my sister was just saying that um, on text last night to me I left them with her um, mm. over the this past week I went to Rwanda yes. on a business trip and she was like man those boys made me so tired but when I look <laughs> at them when they're playing they have this little lingo when they're talking together mm. and Ellie understands Elo and when I try and talk to him I'm like wait also the babies get it he can he knows what his big brother is telling him yes. but he's, he's still piecing together language but she figures she was like oh they have these little cute things they do together these little yeah. forehead kisses and I'm like they get along they yeah. they know what they're doing so yeah. for us it was an adjustment but um, it's nice also I mean I wouldn't want to have a repeat the same type of baby same sure, template you know sure. Um, it's also just helping me like you asked I mean just parenting them differently it's mm, not a mm. uh, it's not a one manual fits all Correct. you know I need to know okay because Ellie's a bit of a he throws tantrums a bit maybe he just wants to express himself differently yeah. I need to handle him differently yeah. Um, and with, with Elo I need to be more a little bit more attentive like like he likes to be listen. He likes to talk and say, "Mommy, listen." He explains, and you listen to him. Don't just be, "Yeah, yeah, sure, Nana." Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> he's he wants an answer out of you, and he wants to make sure that you understood. Sometimes you'll say, "Mommy, you don't understand me," oh, and shame. I'm like, "Okay, Nana, what are you saying? Let me understand." So he he wants your full attention. Sure, listen to me. I'm not going to scream sure. and shout. I need you to listen. Yeah. You know, so. It's, it's, I mean, I'm still a new mom. I consider myself a new mom still. And I'm learning every day. I mean, look, you've been at this for what, five years? Five years. <laughs> and you still feel like a new mom? That should tell you something. Yeah, the, the, the little one is just, I'm relearning. Sure. Everything I thought I knew with the first mm. goes out the window. It doesn't mm. apply to every baby. You know, 100%. yes, there's some things where I'm like, okay, now I, I got this. I know this. But now other things just take you by surprise. And I'm like, mm. oh, okay, this is different. This didn't happen with the big brother. Sure. Now I have to learn a different way of parenting learn yes. a different way of disciplining you know yeah. um, and all these different terms that are popping hey, up it's a lot it's a lot but parenting. It's, it's an ongoing journey that is the beautiful thing yeah. about being a parent is yeah. that you're always learning new things and new styles mm. and it's your kids that force you and forge mm-hmm. you into learning new things yeah. you know you may be raised one way but you try to apply that to your kids and it may not even work Yeah, definitely. so I want to talk a bit about your achievements and accolades I mean you are are, you know, a powerhouse, you know, to, you. to put it lightly. <laughs> so this year you were a recipient of the Africa's Under 40 CEO Award. Last year you were a recipient of the Africa's Under 40 CEO Award in the same year. Yeah. Um, Orgella Group was identified as one of South Africa's top gender-empowered companies, which is endorsed by the Commission for Gender Equality, the UN's Women and Standard Bank Top Women, amongst so many other things. That's a lot. Yeah. And that's literally just like a portion. I haven't even mentioned all of them. <laughs> How do you use Thank being you. the recipient of so 
many awards to influence other people and mm. how are they creating an impact in business and career because mm. you know there's probably so many people around you that will tell you oh I want to be just like you or you influence me so much or mm. how did you start or mentor please mentor me mm. how are you using all of these amazing accolades and mm. all this great recognition to influence those that are going to come after you mm. Well, I think firstly they they attribute to the the kind of work ethic that I have um and also just the I guess the resilience to push through as a mm. female entrepreneur, a young black female entrepreneur. Oh. And then when you are like I mentioned earlier, you you put your head down and you work and then when you look up the spotlight, the spotlights on you, and everybody's mm. like, "Congratulations! We see the work you're doing." Um, because I don't, I didn't go into this saying, "Yeah, I want to be on the cover of Forbes." Yeah, I want to be on thirty under thirty list. This is no, no, no. Mm. I, I wanted to fulfill my calling, my purpose with Orgella and making it, you know, come alive. It was a dream in high school, and now I'm like, I'm gonna work at this thing, not knowing that my story is going to inspire so many young people. You know, sure. I mean, I met um at one of these award ceremonies, I met a young lady from I think. KZN or somewhere, I'm not too sure, but in the country. And she said to me, um, when I was still studying, you were doing your thing and I would see you and watch you from social media wow. and you inspired me. Today I started my business wow. because of you. I'd always see you, your posts and everything. I was like, I was still in school, but I was watching you and I'm like, I want to be like her. When I graduate, I want to start my business one day. I want to do sure. this. Want, and so many similar stories. And for me, I think I want to use those accolades positively too. It's not a, it's not a bragging moment. Of course, mm. you pat yourself on the back. It's great. Great. I mean, mm. when you are acknowledged and appreciated, it, it feels great. But mm. then don't let it get to your head. I always sure. say, like, I see them, I put them there, they're on my wall at home, some are at the office, it's great. But the work continues. 100%. It's it's I use it as motivation for myself and for my team and as inspiration for other young people that follow me on social media. Yeah. And um, I always try and say, like, as much as you see me as a role model, no pressure. Mm. Um, Allegra is human. Allegra mm. makes mistakes. I might make a mistake in business. I've made many mistakes in business where mm. I beat myself up about it. But then I have to, you know, give myself a day to cry and sulk and then get up the next morning and find a solution, you know. Mm, mm. Um, so it's not to say I have all these awards. I'm perfect i have you know nailed entrepreneurship i know mm. what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur in africa mm. we we go through challenges every day you yeah. know that we have to work around and and you know just find a you solution keep trying we exactly. keep trying yeah. Amalanga wafani. today you're like oh i got this you're on top of it yeah. tomorrow the client tells you end of contract and you're stuck and you have mm -hmm. to figure things out and pitching and no hey. one is saying yes pitch hey. after pitch pitch you can pitch for three months straight mm. and nothing and then eventually but if you give up then you're never mm. going to get it right. eventually mm. after six months of pitching you get a big client that's a sure. big breakthrough sure. so that's the thing with entrepreneurship also it fluctuates your yeah. income always fluctuates um, you're not guaranteed you don't have the comfort of a nine-to-five where sure. they know my salary is coming in of course you might be retrenched and all but mm. you have a contract you know that that's my salary every mm. month these are mm. the benefits mm. with entrepreneurship I get what I'm receiving from clients and how much my business is making if mm. I drop clients from 20 middle of the year I've got six left that does impact mm. your finances mm. you know mm. and then you have to continue working to make sure that even if maybe say I keep three clients are those three clients Paying more than the 20. Exactly. You know, so exactly. maybe get one big, big brand one and, and yeah, then fine. Yeah. We can work on three clients the year because they are sure. paying big money. It's sure. a huge contract, like corporate brands and so on. Sure. As opposed to maybe you're working with like 10 different like celebrity clients. Smaller nana. And then yeah. it's, you know, so it's all over the place. Sometimes you see people in, from the outside, you're thinking, 
oh, shame, man. They've just got one, two clients. You don't know how much mm. that client is paying because you now looking at it from the outside, mm. that agency's got 20. Mm. This one just has two. Maybe there's a reason we just have two. Exactly. We just what if that's just your in. business model and you want to focus on we your two? We just want to zone in on those two yeah. and those two are paying more than your 20. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, and also like begging the bazako. Like stop worrying about exactly. who's got which clients <laughs> and how much they want. What. Focus on just yourself. zone in on you. Do you find your own clients if that's what you want to do mm. and just keep it moving. You know, like watching and comparing and it's it's, it's just a waste of time. Mm-hmm. There's so much that I want to talk about. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Like this happens to me every single week. Like yeah. I get into studio, I connect with the guest and then like I look at my watch and I'm like, damn. Time is going. <laughs> so we're going to organize a part two. Tepo, mm-hmm. my producer is listening. Tepo, please, can we arrange a part yeah. two? Like we have to just unpack uh, so many back. other things. <laughs> Before you go, where can the audience, you know, find out more about you? What's next for Ogela Group? Um, yeah. And yeah, where can they find you on social media? Mm. Well, what's next for us is a um, the launch of the 10th entity, definitely before the end of 2024. And then that will make the group of 10 companies. Yeah. Nine would be the nine in, you know, profitable. The one is an NGO, Ogela Helping Hands is our charity foundation. Wow, yeah. And then um, where can they find us? They can find us on www.ogelagroup.com. Mm-hmm read about all the different companies what they offer all the info is there our contact page if you want to email the office if you want to get in touch the, yeah. the office line all of it is there social media we are at Ogela Group on um, Instagram as well as Ogela Group on Facebook Ogela Communications basically if you just search Ogela you'll find they'll, they'll pop up love it <laughs> love it love it love yeah. it Dr. Allegro Dinkwanyane thank you so much for making the time to hang out with me today it's been great um, yeah. I love introducing my audience to strong black women Mm. who are just pushing the tide and are saying, I'm going to do me and you're going to watch me whether you want to or not. So thank you for being here. And yeah, we'll see you next time when you come through. Please hook that up (laughs) because again, it's just like we started talking and then boom, time disappears. Right. (laughs) So good luck to you. Good luck to your family. And I'm excited to see what the group is going to do for the rest of the year. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're going to cry, laugh, and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. Cliffcentral.com